I'm Janessa Durrani. I empower midlife moms to dream big, believe in themselves, and show them with clarity what's possible without sacrificing their role as an amazing mom. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20 minutes or less, I share my insights and strategies on how you can start your journey from full-time motherhood to yourself and your next chapter. This month, I'm breaking down limiting beliefs and how they are standing in our ways. Limiting beliefs are those that we hold so tight to ourselves, those that we have woven into our story for so long that we can't see it for anything but true. Last week, we dug into perfectionism and how it is stealing our happiness. Okay, folks, take a deep breath. I want you... If wherever you are, it's possible to close your eyes and try to envision where it is you're wanting to head. Not necessarily the end result, because you know what? That's a long way, and that's kind of hard to make that leap sometimes. I just want you to think of short term. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? And what are three activities, initiatives, thoughts that come to you instantly where you think these are standing in my way? So now that you have those, what if I were just to say, easy peasy, just let them go. Just let them go. Those three things are not serving you. Let them go. You'll say, oh, Janessa, I can't, I can't. They're counting on me. I need to do that. I can't let this go. I have to do this. I have to do that. They're all tied into the next limiting belief that I want you to explore is guilt. Perfectionism, I said, is very evasive. It erodes each part of our lives. Guilt is right there with them. Guilt and perfectionism are like first cousins. I was working with a woman a few weeks ago who does so much. Her work out in the world is big and she takes care of so many. But she, like all of us, knows that she needs to take care of herself. And she hasn't been living fully, wholly in her life. And so we talked about different ways that she could really start focusing on what she wants and what she needs. And as much as she was nodding her head, and I thought we were there, she's like, I have, I have kind of a strange question. And I was like, there's no such thing as random. There's no such thing as a strange question. And she's like, I am already committed to kind of taking care of my body. I spend a lot of time walking at the gym and so forth. And I'm afraid that if I do any more, that that is taking away from my family. Like, 
She's like, is there such thing as too much self-care? And of course, I totally understand where this is coming from. And I know that you are all probably thinking this at some point as well. But no, no, there is no such thing as too much self-care. It all goes to priorities and it all goes to what you need to live fully in your life, what you need to be the best version of you. Because when we are our best versions, we can mother better, we can work better, we can give better, we can volunteer better, we can create better. It is necessary for us to be in that best place, okay? So guilt is robbing us from that ability. And there, there's lots of guilt, right? There's guilt about, I don't want to do too much for me because then I'm taking it away from others. And there is this concept that I can't say no to all of these other stakeholders because they are counting on me. I'm the best one to do this job. There comes the perfectionism, right? I committed to doing this and so I need to follow through. I can't say no to my children, to my spouse, to my parents, to my friends. I can't. It's just easier for me to do it than to put it aside or to let it go. I don't want to disappoint anyone, right? We also feel guilty that we're not doing enough. Heck, I can't give this up. I can't give that up. I have to do more. So for everything, we first need to notice. Where are these ideas coming up? What in our life is no longer lighting us up, serving us? Where are we depleted? Where are we tired? So this one is a little bit workshoppy. I would love for you, if you have a piece of paper or do this when you're done, which is just to jot down all that's in your life, all the things that you're doing, and really look at it. It's like a mind dump. This is, this is my life on a page. And look at those things that when you write them down, it gives you that little like, ugh, ugh. I don't really like doing that anymore. And it's okay. It may have made sense at some point, but no longer makes sense. It's now understanding which things are ones that light you up and which ones are dragging you down. So it's the awareness, right? First step from Janessa is always awareness. And then you need to look at what is it about it that's no longer making me happy? Is it a time commitment? Is it the people that are involved are no longer ones that I connect with? 
Are these activities that I have done for my children forever? And heck, it's time for them to take them on themselves. It's really understanding the why. Why? Why is this? Why am I holding this so tight? Why can I not let this go? And then right now, I want you to appreciate yourself for what you already are doing. Especially if you're thinking, I'm not doing enough. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not holding my weight at work. I should be contributing more to my family. I should. See, anytime should shows up, should is telling you directly, this is not in alignment with what is your right now why and future. Shoulds are those things that you know you need to do or feel you need to do for guilt, but aren't something that's actually something that you want to do. So first, appreciate yourself for all the things that you're doing and you're knocking out of the park and all the things on your little mind dump that you're loving and you're awesome at. And we want more of that. We want less of the others. Next week's topic is all about, I don't have I don't have the time, Janessa. And this mind map is showing you, you only have a finite amount of time to do things. So we need to stock it full of the things that you love to do. Now let's think about those things in our life that we know we need to let go, but it's hard. Okay? That's what this is all about. It is activities that I call scope creep, that you you volunteered to do X and you did an awesome job. And so the other party was like, oh, could you do Y, Z? And then let's start back at A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And pretty soon it's become much bigger. And you had only said yes to to X, right? And now it's gotten bigger and people are counting on you. And it seemed simple at the beginning, but now it's gotten bigger and it's just too much. There's those activities. There are activities within our family and our extended family that seemed fun. They were fun. There was a time when things were fun or easy or playing to our genius and so forth. But now, for whatever reason, they just don't. But our family is the hardest one to say no to, right? Our parents are the hardest one to say no to. And and we get all wrapped up in this idea that I'm going to be a bad mom, I'm a bad daughter, I'm a bad sister if I say no, right? And it goes to this, it's one or the other. I either am doing the thing and I'm awesome, or I say no to the thing, and I'm horrible. And that piece is keeping you stuck because that's where the limiting belief is, right? That I have to do the things to be good. I have to do the things to be a great mom. I have to do everything for everyone 
to show that I am worthy. We don't want to disappoint anyone, right? But the thing is, is that by holding that belief and saying to ourselves and saying to the outside world, yes, first of all, but saying to that to ourselves is keeping us in this place that then we will tend to resent. Because over time, we can't hold all the balls, my friends. We can't. It's not good for us. It's not good for them. We have to understand, and there's a Brene Brown mantra, that we will choose discomfort over resentment. That we can say no to something. And it's hard. It is. It's like a five-minute conversation. And there is going to be some disappointment. But for you to resent them Every time you go to help them, otherwise, that's not serving them. It's not serving you. And they would be crushed to think that you weren't wanting to be with them. So think of this kind of this black and white. How are other ways that you can show up for them that would be more fulfilling to you? and just as impactful, or maybe even more impactful for them. Break it down. Your spouse, your children, your parents, your friends. How are you connecting with them now? What's working, what's not? And how could you actually do it in a way that's guilt-free? Because you would actually want to do what it is that you're reaching out to do for them. What is that underneath the guilt? What is causing you to feel guilty? Why are you thinking that you're going to be bad or thought of as bad? Or why is it that we, and this is a whole other thing, we as women, and especially as moms, have so much more guilt than our male counterparts. The other day, I wanted to prove this, and I asked my husband, do you ever feel guilty? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what do you feel guilty about? He goes, I feel guilty that when I am doing something, I might not have all the time, and I should do it the right way. And I can't do it the right way, so then I feel guilty. Like, "Eh, it's kind of there. It's like, oh yeah, I also feel guilty when I am driving and I know I have the right of way, so I force my right of way and then afterwards think, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. And so then I kind of feel guilty. Like, okay, that's remorse, but okay. So I said, do you ever do an activity because you feel you have to? Or do you ever help someone because you feel guilty if you didn't. He's like, yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I don't. And I, as an observer of being, like he will help. He's an amazing and he helps us and he does all the things he is great at doing. But if he, he doesn't have that, that need to, to one up, to 
it, he doesn't have that perfectionism by any stretch of the imagination. And I still think perfectionism and guilt are so intertwined. And that is kind of what he was saying is like, oh, there's the right way of doing things. And if I don't do it the right way, I feel guilty. That's if I, I want everything to be perfect. And if I can't have it perfect, then I feel guilty. It also stops us. So what is, what is underneath this? Like pulling back the layers. It's like kind of the onion and like, where does this guilt come from? And a lot of people joke, you know, oh, that's some good Catholic guilt. Being, having a lot of friends and a lot of different um, spiritual faiths, even though I did grow up Catholic, I would say that guilt, mother guilt, runs a thread through every, it knows no, no faith or it knows all faith. And that's the other thing about guilt what we are feeling it, but are we also giving it out? And as moms, do we want, and I've talked about this before, we need to stop the story and continuing it on. I want my children to do and show up in the world because they want to, not because I feel like they should. Now, there are things. We have a value structure that to keep in alignment with our values, there are some times that we do things that we would rather at that moment not do, but we are committed to doing that work and those initiatives and so forth. And this is where it is. It's not black or white. It's like all of these things are all intertwined. And we have to know the things where guilt is helping us and doing and following through and so forth. And where guilt is pulling us down and keeping us stuck. It's guilt doesn't have to be a horrible thing, but getting awareness around which kind of category you're on is important. And then you need to decide what are you willing to, and able to do. Again, looking at your mind map, you are working at your at your breaking point most times. Just moms in general, we are on the edge at all times. And if I said, oh, we need for you to explore your passion and your purpose and your direction, the first thing you like, Janessa, are you freaking kidding me? I sleep between 2 and 3 a.m. in the morning as it is. I cannot do anything else, right? It's because we've filled our buckets with too much. And right now is the hard part, right? Because we have to edit. And we have to say no to people. And when we say no, we have to remember no is a complete sentence. We go again through the mantra of I'm going to pick this discomfort over resentment. And I'm going to take this ball and I'm going to put it all the way down and make it very clear that I can no longer do this. It's not, I am going to take a break from this. That's what everyone's like. Oh, I'll I'll leave it. I'll leave that, that breadcrumb so they could come back to me. They will. So don't. So right now we're in this editing piece of like, what do I want more of? 
What do I want less of? And how can I say no to these things? And remember, you don't have to give excuses. I say, like, if someone asks me, could you cut, you know, can you come for dinner and so forth? Thank you so much for inviting me. It means so much to me. That's not going to work, but thank you. I don't have to say, oh, I don't want to go in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, well, you know, Zane has this thing and we have to do this thing. And I'm kind of like, it goes down because you know what? That just makes more guilt because now you feel guilty for lying on top of not wanting to do the thing, right? So we look at what it is that we can take in. We start to edit, but then we create a filter so that when things, new things come to us, we're protective of this new space that we've created that allows us to find our passion, our purpose, and our direction. And we say, no, thank you. You can always do a deferred no. And that is, I don't think that's going to work, but let me give it some thought. And if I think that I can do it, I'll circle back. So that helps you, like, I really want to do this or make them think you really want to, but you've said no from the beginning. And most importantly, my friends, and this should have been at the top of my list as opposed to the bottom, you need to realize it's okay. It's okay for you to take care of you and your needs. It is okay like the woman I was talking about earlier. You do not need to feel guilty about taking care of yourself. And this is why. If you truly do want, and this is, goes to your values, if you do want to have deep connections with your family, your friends, your coworkers, if you want to work in your genius, using your gifts and your superpowers for good, if you want to be of service to others, you can't do any of that if you are running on empty. Right now, gas prices are crazy expensive, right? And what we used to just like drive here and drive there and didn't think anything of it, now we have to think about, is this worth this $5 worth of gas? That's how we need to think of our lives. All the activities in our life, is it worth the energy that it is taking from ourselves and for others in our life to do? what is most important to us right now. For me to live fully in my life and to do the work out in the world, I need to take care of me. And that's okay. Zero guilt, my friends. Zero guilt. Congratulations. Congratulations for continuing to show up for you, for your future, 
for your well-being. This journey back to yourself and onto your next chapter is simple, but in no ways easy. It takes awareness, support, and accountability. This podcast is the awareness building piece on each aspect of the journey. But now you need to do the work to put it into action. That's where the magic's at. So if you're firmly planted in the intersection of, oh yeah, and oh crap, then I would love to work with you. The best place to start is a free 30-minute priorities power session. In 30 minutes, we will clearly identify what it is that you want, how it will make an impact on you, and most importantly, a plan of action to assure you get there. You can book it at JanessaDurani.com or find the link in this week's show notes. And join me next week as we look at the number one dream-killing mantra, I don't have enough time.